<laughs> yes. yes. But like, the comparison like with me and some people. So that'd be something neat to see, you know, the Harry Stars at The Pirates playing in, in Williamsport wasn't a shoot. Welcome to episode 57 of the Niner Sports Podcast, the home sports talk for everyone. I'm David and we have a great friend of the show and just a great friend in general. Welcome, Johnny Bobble. How's it going today, man? Oh, you know, living the dream. Hockey's full bloom. I'm right. loving it. World Series is on. I'm trying to refrain from that because I don't really want to be yelling that loud. <laughs> uh, it's the best and worst time of the year, man. We got all the sports are rolling. I'm not much of a basketball fan, but some people are. But we got baseball, basketball, football, and, of course, hockey. Well, it's funny. Is Jason sent me a picture, and uh, it had the Sixers, the Phillies, and the Eagles like paying off the Flyers list, like to go away. <laughs> and and what's funny is I sent him I sent him the same picture. And I said this should be in reverse with the Sixers right now. Yeah, because the Sixers haven't. I don't think they've won a game yet. But the Eagles are doing great. The Phillies are in the World mm-hmm. Series, and the Flyers are having a great start. Right. So it's like. Hmm. Nobody expected the Flyers to do exactly what they're doing now. I did. I told a guy that I work with, he's all about Philly sports. Um, I said, like, right now, of course, you got the World Series. You got the Eagles that are playing great ball. I said, if this Flyers team is for real and ends up making a run, there'll be nothing left of Philly. No. <laughs> I think Philly burned itself to the ground at this point if if that happens. Exactly. I mean, just imagine if, you know, just, you know, like you said, all that happens, it, the city will lose its mind. Uh, it's, well, a, it's a beautiful and terrible thing all in one. Well, think of this. Last night, the Flyers won against Florida 4-3. to Hart stopped 48 shots. That's 48 crazy. shots he stopped. That's, and I think they said that's his career high. Yeah, for a team to get off 48 shots, too. Well, he technically 51 because they got three goals, but still. I mean. To save wow. 48 of them, I mean. In, that's, a, that's a good two nights for some goalies. Well, back in uh, 96, game four, Colorado and Florida. Patrick Waugh stopped 60-plus shots mm. in three overtimes. What a great one, Patrick Waugh, man. You know, yeah, he, he was – Definitely one of the best. That that documentary they done on the Avs and the uh, Red Wings, I got a whole different love for that dude after watching that. Like <laughs> after he just went over with the goal, let's go. <laughs> yeah. What what he says like because back then wasn't it, it wasn't that the Florida team that they would throw rats mm-hmm. onto the ice? Yep. And uh, he said no more rats. Well, did you hear what he did to Jeremy, with Jeremy Roenick? Jeremy, Jeremy Roenick was talking smack and uh, while goes, I'm having a hard time hearing him with both Stanley Cup rings plugging my ears. (laughs) I mean, when when you could back it up with rings like that, I mean, the guy has four, two with Colorado, two with two with uh, Montreal. Yeah. And I think it's crazy, too, though, because. That in that same documentary, they talked about he during that game his stick broke during one of the games against Florida. His stick broke, and they got a goal, 
And the next day at practice, he comes out on the ice and he snaps his stick and he practices the entire practice hey. with a broke stick. And after practice, he throws it in and he goes, that won't, or throws the stick in the trash and says, that won't happen again. Hey. Like the man's good. I mean, the man was good. Yeah. I mean, there's no two doubt. There's no two ways about it. There's no doubt in anybody's mind that that man was not a great goalie. He's got to be one of the greatest ever. I would him, think. him, Brodeur oh, are the yeah, top two good. of of just that era alone. Yeah. With that era alone as top notch mm-hmm. goalies. For sure. I mean, Brodeur three cups, Waff four cups. Mm-hmm. Wow, hell. Wall has three con smice. Mm-hmm. You know, for playoff MVPs, he's the only one that has that. He's the only one that has three. Crazy, man. So we're going way off topic here on the we first are period. Already. But uh yeah, the first period is an interesting one here. Uh, I know me and Jason have talked about this before, how the Phoenix Coyotes or yeah, Phoenix Coyotes. Wow, I'm going back, aren't I, on that one? Arizona Coyotes had to move into Mullet Arena where the Arizona Sun Devils play. And we actually have, I have the game right now on the tablet, and it literally looks like a college game. Um, What's crazy to me is, and you've been to Giant Center, Giant Center Max, is it like 10,000 fans? Something like that, and this is half. This is barely half. That's what I said. I've watched the University of Omaha earlier today just randomly turned on a college game and there was more fans at that game <laughs> than what is here right now. It's crazy. It's kind of beautiful though, in a way, like I, I kind of enjoy it in the sense of it's like what I like about minor league hockey is the same thing I like about minor league baseball. It's, it's kind of an intimate setting. And, and yeah, I, I love watching college hockey as well. Oh yeah. So, I don't really watch Penn State when they're on. Hershey is 10,500. 10,500. Yep. And the fact that Mullet Arena is half that. And they're playing at any, and they're going to be playing NHL games there right now. (sighs) And looking at, looking at the locker rooms, for just the Coyotes, let's you know, let's go with the Coyotes right now. Just with the Coyotes, look <laughs> like something out of a beer league locker room. There are several YMCA's across the country that would put their locker room to shame. I mean, and it's, the fact is that the locker they can't even fit everybody into the same locker room. The goalies are in a separate section. That's the sad part, because just going through the pictures, you have the main of everybody there and then going through another set of doors. There's the goalie gear. Crazy. I mean, (laughs) it's literally just like beer league locker room, which don't get me wrong. Some beer league locker rooms were horrendously horrible. It's crazy because they're highlighting all the Arizona State stuff in it, like the Fear the Fork. They just like spotlighted the Fear the Fork like it's an ASU game going on. I would not mind to get an ASU jersey. Oh, they're buttes, especially if you can get one with the old Sun Devil on it. 
I, I yeah, I won. I don't care if it's the logo that's on the ice. I don't care. I, I don't care. I I just think it looks. I just think the logo looks cool. They may not really, play very really good do. hockey in Arizona, but they do have some great uniforms. Yes, one hundred percent, absolutely. But but looking at the arena like right now, it's literally looking like a college game, like a high school or a college game. And what's what's kind of crazy too is like the Coyotes early. What I've watched of them, they haven't looked bad. Like they're not great. They haven't looked good either. <laughs> but who did they play? They played really well the other night against. I cannot remember who it was. They won like I think they won, were up like four, four to nothing, and they ended up finishing like six to three though. Now, I do, I do like how like at the center ice they have uh, both logos. Yeah, I, I think that's like cool. That. That's, that makes it or requires less maintenance too. Yeah, they can just leave it, leave them there, and that's it. <laughs> they don't have to worry about going out and stripping logos all the time. Well, imagine having to melt the ice all the time just to put the new logos on. Oh my goodness! Uh, they beat yeah. the Maple Leafs four two, and they beat the Blue Jackets six to three. It was the Blue Jackets was the game I was watching. Yeah, because they lost. Wow, consistently, uh, their opponent has scored six goals on them in their losses. Wow. The Penguins scored six. The Bruins scored six. The Canadians scored six. The Senators scored six. Mm. <laughs> not a good start. No, no, nobody's uh, stopping much there, eh? Now, now looking at this, uh, what's funny is. Shane Doan, uh, are you watching the game? They just had Shane Doan on, and I think also with his son that was just that was is going to Arizona. Yeah, okay. My my TV must be lagging a little bit because I've seen it's his son's wearing the, uh, the Arizona the State. Yeah, that's huh. pretty cool though to have them both there like that. Yep. Uh, if you look at it, it, should be there now. Should be both of them there. No. Uh, well, the, well, yours is must have a delay. Yeah. I was gonna say yours must be a real delay on mine yeah. <laughs> compared to mine. And I'm on. I a, like how they got that captain seal on there too. That's cool. It looks like yeah. I, I believe it's the outline of Arizona, maybe. Yeah, it is. It is. I, yeah, I like that. Now that's the type of jersey I would get. Yeah. For the Sun Devils, I would get that jersey. Man, and any of the Coyotes jerseys, like it, they just got such nice jerseys. Uh, yeah, yeah, they do. That uh, I do like uh, how they had the old school. Uh, this was I forget what year it was. They had like uh, the background of like a desert theme going. Yep, that has one of their third jerseys. Mm. Yeah, that arena is just wow. So small. <laughs> I, I to have an NHL game there. Like I said, now now we now from the locker rooms that we just saw of the home. I'm oh. trying. Let's go to the away. Now I'm not sure. I've, I've been looking on Facebook to see if there is a. I know there's a video of the away on Facebook. I saw under men's league sweaters, and there's actually showing a uh, video of a walkthrough of the away locker room, and literally it's like. People put up metal cabinets and folding chairs. 
Huh. That's literally what it looks like. It, it's just, isn't it? Isn't um, it's I, it's unreal that it's that this is actually where a professional team is playing right now. Yes, and the fact that they it does look like just little cabinets, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like little like locker cabinets that you would see like in schools. Yeah, and with and like with folding chairs years ago. <laughs> with that, that's where they probably pulled them out of the closet. They probably pulled them out of storage that they had there for who knows how long. And the fact that it's just folding chairs out there, and that's it. I, uh, it even looks this small. Is, like, it does. It, even though the ice is, of course, the same size, it just it, the surrounding of it just looks small. It looks like they're doing a preseason game to yeah. prom, you know, like you know, like how I, I know years ago they used to do it, like uh, when Colorado was affiliates with Hershey, it'd be mm-hmm. or yeah, Hershey, yeah, with Colorado's affiliate with Hershey, they would have. Colorado and Pittsburgh play at the uh, old Hershey Arena, which was always cool to go to. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, that was watch before my time here. I wish they still done that. But the yeah, we, we, oh, and Jason can contest contest to this one. <laughs> if you get nosebleed seats, you're literally at the top, hunched over, praying you don't fall forward, or you're gonna just fall down. You really? you're literally hunched. Yeah, you're you can you can hunch like this to watch the game. You're that up there. Huh. Now, don't get me wrong. I played on that ice and it was actually really neat to play on just the history behind it. And you're just there in that arena. The locker rooms were huge, but it was nothing wonder- special. It was just like hooks on the wall. And that was really it. Where, yeah. you know, the locker rooms that we were in. But it was really neat to, 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 to play in. Since we're we're looking at this small arena now, I'm curious. What's that with the with the old arena? With yeah. the old Hershey Arena. The old Hershey Arena capacity maxed out at seventy two hundred. So <laughs> that's even bigger than this. Yeah. That's sad. That is sad. I see what you're saying though, because if you pull it up on Wiki, like the very top seats is right where the building starts to Curve up. Yeah. I bet it was awesome, though. Oh, watching games there was fantastic. I mean, it, I watched so many games. I, I met Ron Hextall there. It was during one of the preseason games, and he was he was sitting at a table the next section from us. Huh. How long my mom did it take you to realize it was Hextall? Uh, my mom, who took me to the game, it was that far back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if I was I think I was just I think it was my senior year and my mom's like that guy looks familiar you know he looked around like you know she, she 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 sees a commotion over that area and I look over I'm like just no really no <laughs> and sure enough there he was and I actually went down and talked to him Really? Pretty great, cool guy? Great. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. He was a great guy to talk to. Yeah, there was commotion going on, Mom, and my mom's like, wonder what's going on down there, and I looked over, and sure enough, it took me a while to realize. I forget mm-hmm. how long it took me, but it took me a while. 
Like, nowhere no, near. What are the chances? What are the nowhere chances near of on the hex doll level. But you we know. were at, what was it, Kevin Hart a few weeks ago. And as we're coming out, there, of course, it's crowded. Like, you can't, you can't even move. Out of nowhere, my wife goes, is that Kel Kessie? Like, literally her favorite Hershey bear. And I'm like, there's no way that's Kel Kessie. And then he turned. Like, she was just going by the profile of his hair and about this much of his face. And I went, oh, my God, that <laughs> is Kel Kessie. Now, with the old arena, the seating capacity is, seven, you know, maybe a little over 72. But the, between the levels, you could get standing room tickets. Really? Yes, you could have stand. So you didn't have seat tickets. You could yeah. get standing room tickets, and you could literally just walk around the standing room area and stand wherever you know along the railings to watch the game. So in that standing room, did it really did it affect the people that were sitting in the second section? No, no, no. because there was that much of a height thing. Like yeah. if you, if you look if you look uh if you if you go back to the Wikipedia. And look up and look at the view from ice level. Yeah. And look at the second level, like you know, like right in the middle between where it changes colors. Yeah. Yes. The old Hershey was very colorful. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the height difference from where the seats are, which maybe the floors maybe I don't know, half to three quarters down. I believe I see it now. Like the difference and, there of that much space. Yeah. So even if people standing there, you could still see from the next row up. So standing remotely did not affect any view for, of, of the people behind you. Very cool. Yeah, you can't get away with that in Giant Center now. No, no, they, you can't. They're not going to let you stand around. No, by far not. But the fact that Hershey, which arena is not used right now for any professional games, is still bigger than this. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Because I heard they had to put in a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. Just to get this up to, I think, well over a million dollars just to get, because uh, I think I was watching a video on this. It was the piping. Yep. It had to be certain areas. The ice had to be certain levels. It, it how uh well over a million dollars just to get I feel like this it was like 1.3 million dollars is what i read somewhere that they had to invest i want to say yeah i want to say something like that too and the fact that they had to pull this off to make this work oh, i mean man. it's working it's i mean they're playing the game right now it's zero zero yet as we're recording <laughs> but the fact that they're playing in a college game and this is their actual arena and not like an actual They're play here all year. From my understanding, that's a three-year contract. Is it a three-year? Wow. I think it's a three-year contract. I've read somewhere. Oh, where is? <sighs> trying to find it here because I thought I saw it. Oh, I, just, I thought I saw it was a, a, I thought it was, I thought I saw it was a three-year contract that they had. I do happen this. to wonder if they'll even be there in three years, to be honest with you. See, here's the thing. 
or yeah, I'm still calling it Phoenix Coyotes. I'm still yeah. so used to calling, it, even though it hasn't been Phoenix Coyotes in ages. It's just still force of habit. The Coyotes just have had the worst luck lately with everything. It's uh, one of those things to where they just need to move out. They need to relocate to another location. Yep. I mean, Atlanta had a team between the Atlanta Flames, which moved on its way. They had the Atlanta uh, Thrashers at one point, and then they moved away. I mean, maybe Phoenix read, might be maybe Phoenix might be the in suit here. Right. I, I think I read the other day that a lot of people think it could be like Houston. A team in Houston is what they're kind of figuring would happen. I don't. <sighs> Another Texas team. I mean, yeah, the Dallas Stars, if anything. Yeah. So, two there is really not. I guess that it's terrible. not that crazy with as big as Texas is. It's just. Uh, I don't even. It would be interesting to see like what name they would. I always. That's one thing that always interests me when these new teams come up. Like, what are they going to call them? Well, the funny thing is, though, the Dallas Stars. Everybody, you know, some people think like the Stars because the Cowboys, the Stars. You know, the you know the yeah. star that's like no is from the Minnesota North Stars. Yep. They kept the star name but moved. So would they keep? I mean, they 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 couldn't call them the Texas Coyotes. Right. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah, and you well, and two though it would have been like when the Dallas Stars moved, they were the Minnesota North Stars. They could have changed to the, they could have been the South Stars. <laughs> a Dallas fix fits a lot better. It, it fits way better, but if they <laughs> imagine that they, name though, imagine if they would have been called the South Stars. <laughs> I don't think it would have lasted very long. They'd have been like, no. we got to change something up. <laughs> they got, this yeah. just isn't doing it. Oh, that's funny. Oh, man. Uh, I wish I could see. I'm trying to find the contract here because I know. Because I know I saw. I'm trying to. Agree to a multi-year deal to share the arena. Yeah, a lot of it came down to though they wanted a new arena, right? And a new arena, and also I think it was the, I guess the owner stopped paying taxes. At one point, I think it was. (laughs) That's what I've thought I've heard, but not quite hundred percent. Yeah, all I'm seeing is a multi-year deal. I thought I saw it was for three years. Not saying any specific years. Yeah. Huh. Uh, either way, it's still interesting to see a pro game at this college level, at a college arena that holds way less than and Hershey Arena, and that's only at least, let's say, 3,000 more seats than this. Right. Than this or 3,000 more capacity than this. I think that's including the standing room section that I just said about. You're probably going to look at pretty much any AHL team, and they're going to have a higher capacity than this place. Hell, you know what? You know what? Let me look at something here real quick. What's the arena name? 
Santander Arena Reading. I want to know what an e- what the Santander Arena in Reading holds. And that oh, is it's, an ECHL. It's, it's got an be ECHL more. game. Let's find out here. Let's look this up here. <laughs> Ice hockey, 6,500. Yep. So, and this this game, the arena is almost equivalent to an ECHL game, an East Coast Hockey League game. <laughs> that's a great um, that's a great arena too. What's that? Uh, where the Rang Royals play? Yeah, yeah, I've been there a couple of times. It's despite how you know, despite the. It's not as fast as, let's say, the you know the you know the AHL or the NHL, but still fun games to go to go watch. Oh, it's great fights too. Yeah, uh, I do agree. Well, Jonathan Quick. We talked about it last year, and we're like, it's it's the closest thing to what what I say was. It's like it's the closest thing to like redneck hockey. <laughs> like they're scoring goals, and when the home team scores, the child's cra- the crowd's chanting at the goalie about how much he sucks, and it, it's just a different atmosphere. You know, now I have a question here: How much is a ticket to a game uh, now in, in Arizona? Arena. <laughs> yes, I'm curious now to see how much they're. Their tickets are. Well, I know the These old things. arena that they played in. Those tickets were normally because I'd always randomly look at tickets at different games. They were pretty cheap. They have standing room seats or standing room sections. I'm I'm actually on Ticketmaster right now, and it was for. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's jump to uh, let's jump to uh, October thirtieth. This is a game against the uh, Rangers here. Standing room seats, ninety bucks <laughs> for standing room. For standing room. Uh, what? Uh, let's see here. The hundred level. You're looking at one hundred and thirty bucks. To I'm looking at. See, so you're scrolling down. Highest. Who I am looking at five hundred and eighty-three dollars for section one hundred and four, row A. And no looks way. like, looks like the Coyotes just scored. They did. There's yeah, my guy. Liam O'Brien was on the ice too. For section one hundred and four. Row A is $583. Now, this is against the Rangers, so, yeah, the price is probably going to be high. I was going to say, when you said the Rangers, I'm like, they're definitely going to bump that price a little bit. Oh, it's packed there. So now let's look at, you know what, what's a team that's not doing so well? Let's look at a team that's not doing so well, because I'm curious on now with the ticket prices here. Now my my interest is kind of jumping here. So I know with Caps games, so the cheapest tickets are like ninety five bucks. On average, I think they're around ninety five bucks for the cheapest seats, and that's like setting up 
Mm-hmm. That's almost nose. That's nosebleeds. Yep. Yeah. Between that, because I'm not paying $95 to sit in the nosebleed <laughs> seats and the fact that it's always a nightmare going in and out of DC. Yes, definitely. And I've been to my fair share of Caps games. Mm. We keep looking at, we're going to start doing minor league teams, like trying to go to a more away games. There you now, go. We're, we're thinking about next weekend hitting up Wilkes-Barre. I just got to get the boss calmed down a little bit because she gets a little radical. All right. Let's go with, let's see here. All games, home. So I'm trying to find a team that's not doing so well to see what tickets they would give. So how are the Kings doing? Well, the Kings are four and five. Right, we'll go Montreal four and four because they're last place in the Atlantic currently. So we'll go with the Canadians. Oh, wow. It, because you know yourself, they're not, you know, if a team's not doing well, nobody's going to want to pay this. Never mind. I lo- That's, yeah, that's a lie. Standing room for a game December 19th, Montreal at, at Arizona, standing room $131. Wow. Just for standing room. <laughs> and I thought that would be a low end. Just because it's Montreal, you would because think it would be a little bit cheaper. Because they're right now, like I said, they're last place in the Atlantic, section one ten, row A, six hundred dollars. Crazy. <laughs> not, no, not not to watch Coyotes play for a college arena. Yeah, not college hockey. College arena. Jeez. And there's going to be so many people doing it. Yeah. Well, it's packed now. I mean, I wonder how much that's going to, you know, they got there for that now. And think about how much they charge for parking. Oh, I mean, it's hard to tell. 20, cheapest parking would be 20, probably 40 to 60 for parking. But yeah, like, yeah, that's it's just crazy, man. Yeah, the arena, like I said, just watching this is kind of weird because it's it's just small. Yeah, it's just, and what's crazy is most of the time you went, oh, that's big. Just so you know, bottom of the seventh, bases were loaded, strikeout. Or I'm sorry, the top of the seventh. So the Phillies had the bases loaded, strikeout. Yeah, I just brought up the score. Yeah. Oh, I, that's what I was like. I'm looking at the pitch because I'm watching the pitch count, and I'm like, oh, they're going to get something here, and uh, didn't work out. <laughs> it, any other game, and I think also, too, we know that it's a small arena, so we're paying more attention to what's around the ice. Opposed to if we're just watching, like, an Avs game, we're not going to be looking around at the fans as much like oh there's not very many people there yeah but no this but this place is packed yeah. which is good well, for the arena to you know but 
the arena in Seattle also climate pledge that that arena is interesting to watch because it's you can see like there's a lot of people there but the way the seats are it's like you're kind of pushed back hmm. I know I've watched a couple Krakens games and seen that interesting that is interesting to see that yeah I didn't see the inside the uh, that arena yeah, it's like instead of a lot of a lot of arenas go kind of upward, these seats seem like they go out. Huh. Interesting. Definitely next time you turn on a Kraken game, just kind of look around a little bit outside. I'm going to have to now. I'm going to have to now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> the Kraken's games are tough to watch too, but. Oh, especially when we're on the East Coast, they're West Coast, and the games yeah. don't start till 10, 10, 30. Right. This is and by that time, we're just like, yeah, right. <laughs> and too bad the Krakens don't play tonight, or we could, hey, we could just do that. Yeah, flip it over and see what that looks like. Well, do they, are they at home this weekend? You know, maybe a Saturday night? Oh, let's see here. Kraken. The Kraken are home. Against the Penguins. Against the Penguins. 10 so, o'clock. Yeah, that's a t- well, then, looks like I might have to. I might have to watch that one. <laughs> Tell me, am I crazy or did it was Louis Dominga that made the run last year for the Penguins, right? As the backup goalie, he was backing up Jari. Yeah, because they called him King Louis, King Domingue. Yeah. Yeah, he's back at the yes. AHL level. He's back in Hartford. That's who. That's who the Bears played tonight, and he he locked him down. That's why it was weird <laughs> earlier. I looked at him like Louis Domingue. Why is he back in the AHL? But crazy thing about hockey, man, you can be hot one day and playing at the top of the game, and next week you'll be playing in Wilkesbury. Right. That's the sad part with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just watching this arena, just watching this game is just, like I said, just weird. I mean, it is, you know, I mean, knowing it's a college stadium. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how well the uh, the Sun Devils do crowd-wise. Yeah, I'm curious, too, if they pack the same amount. Probably not as being their college. Right. But they probably, they probably still do all right, I'm sure. Oh yeah, to keep it going because I heard uh, Arizona is like they're is becoming more popular in the hockey world. Huh. Well, one of the probably my favorite in the game right now from uh, Arizona. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Matthews. Matthews from Arizona. Yeah, Austin Matthews. Yeah. I always tell people in today in today's hockey, you're either a um, you're either a McDavid fan or you're a Matthews fan. And in today's area, I think we yeah, just got the, past the the Ovi and Crosby area. Crosby era is kind of coming to an end. So yeah, they're getting up there in their uh, years. Yep, there's still a lot of play. So, you good? I'm good. 
All right. And that'll be the end of the first. We'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For listeners of the Not Another Sports Podcast, if you visit fansidea.com and use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D at checkout, you will get 10% off your order. Fansidea.com is the place to go for custom-made jerseys, hoodies, shirts, and all kinds of other gear. The perfect product, perfect stitching, perfect sublimation, perfect embroidery, 100% handmade and delivered on time. That's certainty, and it's their promise to you. Again, use the code NASPOD at checkout for 10% off your order at Fansidea.com. Baseball fans, check out the Baseball Together podcast. Your hosts, Blackjack Brad and Kansas City Little Big Briggy Blue Eyes, present new episodes for the entire baseball family every Tuesday. Available on all your favorite podcast apps and YouTube. Come join our baseball family, where we do baseball together. If you're looking for a podcasting channel with lots of shows in one spot, look no further than CKCC Radio. I'm Chris O'Mealy, the commissioner of CKCC Radio, and I'd like to tell you about some of the great shows you can listen to when you subscribe to our channel. You can check out The Nerd Table with myself and my co-hosts Eric and Dan as we review all kinds of nerdy topics on a weekly basis. You can also check out two shows by Jeff Trelowitz, the Ranking Tracks podcast and the Real Paranormal Talk podcast, where Jeff ranks songs on the album that he reviews and also talks about his real-life paranormal investigations while talking about famous stories as well. You can check out the Race Nerd podcast with Matt Hardman as he reviews all of the racing events of the past week. Check out Jay Bunny's Music Hub, where Jason Chin interviews various artists throughout the music industry and plays samples of their songs with their permission. Check out The A Show and By The Numbers. Matt Derline, professional wrestling referee, hosts By The Numbers as he interviews wrestlers in matches that he himself has personally been the referee for. And on The A Show, him and Chris Decker team up to draft rosters with special guests from various years in wrestling promotions. There's also the Board to Death binge cast where the Board to Death clan reviews easy to digestible chunks of television shows and movies for your enjoyment. There's also tons of other great shows, but there's too many to talk about here. So you'll just have to check out CKCC Radio at ckcradio.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome back for the second period. Just keeping with the hockey theme here of what miles, the milestones and players looking forward to watch for this one because there's some good milestones that are coming up. One already was broken. Uh, Mr. Phil Kessel himself, who plays for right now the Golden Knights, has become the Iron Man of hockey. He is currently <laughs> sitting at 991 games oh without missing. That's insane. Think about it: 991 games without missing one. It is insane that a man with the same diet as myself <laughs> Beer is and hot dogs. going to break <laughs> a thousand games, barring any injuries, of course. It, it's it's not I mean, think about I mean think about that. You just said you just said actually what I was just thinking. A thousand straight games. Now they normally have a big thing when you when you when you hit a thousand games, because that is a big milestone. Right. 
But to think of this, though, to play 1,000 straight games. That's that's a hell of a milestone that you're barely ever going to see again. In, in today's sports world, you probably will never see it again. I mean, you don't even see that with Crosby or Ovechkin, those, you know, or, you know, McDavid or Matthews with the big name guys. You don't see that. No. Just feel the thrill, man. I oh. mean, well, actually, you know what? Let me just look at something here quick. I want to see something here. Trying to think of the one website I always used to go to, see if it's actually still up. Because you know some websites just fall apart on you. <laughs> I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Oh, it's still around. HockeyDB.com. What is it? he's played for four teams now, right? Boston Bruins. That's where he started his career. Also five teams. He played uh, two. He played two games in in uh, in Providence for the Providence Bruins of the AHL. Then after he played three seasons with the Bruins, he went to uh, Toronto. Then he went played, to Pittsburgh. Yep, played Pittsburgh where he won two cups. Then went to uh, Phoenix. Yep, for three, and now he's with the Knights. Crazy. It didn't feel like he was in Arizona for three years either. Yeah, it didn't feel that long at all. But yeah, no, three years was his uh, was his thing, and now he's with uh, Vegas. <laughs> he's a he's a great veteran addition to that Vegas team too. Oh yeah, I mean he does bring a lot to it. You know how to eat, how to eat a hot dog. Yeah, you know he should have an Eric hot dog contest too for players. <laughs> there, you know that's got to be there's got to be a Kessel dog somewhere around the arena. Oh my god, they have to. For how much that guy loves hot dogs. They they would they're definitely not doing themselves a favor if there isn't one. A dollar dog night. Yeah, dollar <laughs> dog night. For his thousandth game, that's what they can do. They can just do hey. a dollar dog night. Hey, that's one way to do it, right? <laughs> hey, one, hey, you know what? That'd be a hell of a promotion, wouldn't it? Oh, for sure. You know, that'd be yeah. one hell of a promotion. So, yeah, another another uh, milestone that's coming up, or it's going to be looking at their. Uh, Crosby and Ovechkin, since we were talking about them a few minutes ago, nearing 1,500 points. I was looking at that the other day because I was looking at how close Ovi is to catching um, Gretzky or Howe. Catching Gordy Howe. And yeah, he's, he's not far off. No, but in the differential though, like, because that's what that sparked the question the other day about the power play. He's very heavy on power play goals, but when you look at the assist numbers for Crosby compared to Ovi, like, 
it goes back. Like, I'm not a Crosby fan at all, but like. Well, the thing is, though, when you look at. Crosby has the hands. He has hands for the passing. Right. So his assists are, I mean, I feel are a lot higher than Ovechkin's, but by far. Oh, they're because yeah, because Crosby's at at eight ninety nine in assists and Ovechkin's at six thirty three. Yeah. Now Crosby has the hands for the passes. That's what he's mainly known for doing. Now he can score goals, yes, but Ovechkin has the power for his shots. And the thing well, is, though, with Ovechkin, everybody knows on the power play. Yep. They're gonna go to that side. They're going to go to Ovechkin. And the sad thing is nobody can stop it. Nope. That's the sad part. They there's, they can just keep hammering on that side, and he's going to get it. He is going to hit it. Because and right it now, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. And Crosby, he just, you know, he just finds an opening. He's good. He's good on his feet. He's mm-hmm. good on the, you know, he's good with the puck. He's good. You know, he protects the puck very well. Now, like you're saying with the power play, like I said, I would rather have, I mean, depending on who you're playing with, like for Ovechkin, he has uh, Backstrom. Right. Who's a hell of a passer. You know, you have Carlson. Mm-hmm. So right there's two. So that can set up Ovechkin with ease. He's going to have the power to blast it. Oh yeah, Crosby. He has he can just find an open spot because it's going to be to where people are just going to navigate to him, and it's going to leave somebody open. Right. So that's so it's going to you know and as your question earlier with the uh, when you you he said that to me the other day about you know what about Gretzky. In his era, he in his office he was deadly. Mm-hmm. But also, you have to realize with the different eras, the enforcers. Yeah, because someone could just plow Gretzky right through. When nowadays, and if it was today's era, you know, yeah, there's going to be a scrum, but that's really all it's going to be to it. There's not going to be like, hey, you, he hit our good player, go get him. Right. You're not going to have, you know, you don't see that anymore. No, and that and even a lot of the documentaries and stuff I've seen with Gretzky, though, like one thing that helped Gretzky a lot was the fact that he had a lot of ice to play with. Oh, yeah. I mean, he 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 made the ice. Nobody was coming for him because they knew if you go after Gretzky. It's just not a good day. He made the ice. Yeah, he made he made that space. Mm hmm. Because right now Crosby's sitting at one at fourteen twenty for uh, assists, currently tied eighteenth with Adam Oates. That's an 14, old name for 20. you. Yep, fourteen twenty in points, and Ovechkin oh, sitting points. at four. Yep, in points, and Ovechkin sitting at fourteen sixteen. Yep. So he's not far off. No. But He's I definitely think the not goal differential off. is the goal differential. Oh my goodness! Uh, seven eighty three to five twenty one. Yeah, there's a little bit of a difference. Yeah. 
I think in points, nobody's ever going to hit Gretzky. No. The closest one was Yager. Mm-hmm. Because Gretzky had 2,857 points. Yager had 1921. Mm. A little bit of a difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then the assist, like, not just the points. Gretzky's assist mark's insane. 1693. Next one, next, next one underneath it of Ron Francis. 1249. Yeah. In assists. In yeah, career I assists. I don't think any... I don't think anybody's going to touch that one either. No. Nobody's going to touch the points or the assist. No. Now, moving on to the next milestone that's currently being chased. And I know me and Jason talked about this quite a few times. Is the Ovechkin chasing Wayne Gretzky. Now, he has to get through Gordie Howe first. Which he's not far off. No. I think the other night he was 18 goals, what I looked at. From tying, so he's 19 goals from passing, Gordy. 18 tying, 19 pass. Yep. Because Ovechkin's at 783, Gordy Howe's at 801. Yeah. He'll, I mean, even, I really even, believe he'll pass Gordy this year. Oh, yes. I, I mean, he needs 19 goals. Yeah. <laughs> For a scorer who averages 30 to 50. Yep. Well, more closer got, to 50, I should say. Did he get 50 last year or did he get 40? I think he was in the 40s I last think. year. Cannot I'll tell remember. you in a second. I'll tell you in a second. Actually, uh, he hit 50. He did hit 50. Okay. He did hit 50. He did hit 50. Huh. year before, he only had 24, but that was a short okay. season. That's true. Mm. But yeah, no, he's he had fifty last year. I mean, so he can hit fifty. I mean, he hell, he hits fifty the next three years. He has it. Oh yeah, I, mean, I don't he think has I think he'll have it within the next four. Well, I think his contract thing is it's going to be like forty-one. What forty? I think he'll be forty-one years old in four years. Something like that. So, but I think his, I think he has four years left on his contract. Yeah. Basically, I think the contract was set up to be, I think it was a five-year contract. Five years. Yep, five years. Because yeah. he's 111 from tying Gretzky. Yeah, he'll it'll and, be really yeah, hard so, for him not to pass him. So it's 112 basically to be the all-time great goal scorer. Right. Which I think if he doesn't hit Gretzky, he's still going to be classified in that ranking as all time. Just because of what he has done. I mean, he's climbed the ranks through people who have not played in years who are mm-hmm. Hall of Famers. Yep. To now be in third, soon to be second. Because mm-hmm. you know he's going you know to pass Gordy this year. Oh, yeah. He might, I mean, if he goes on a heater, he could pass, he might pass Gordy before the All-Star break. Yeah, because he's been known to do that. He's been known to get two, three hat tricks within two, three games. What, he, I think he's at three for the year now. Maybe three or four. I think he's at three. Yeah, because uh, he ranked two in one game. Yeah, he is, he's at three right now. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, he's known for to going. He could get. A hat trick in three games. On the power play, you always know. You you know what's coming on the power play. It's literally just a setup. 
every single well, time. Well, with him, it's not just the power play that gets him. It's just how he is. If he gets on that steamrolling play that he does, that just balls to the walls, go. And you give him space to unleash that wrist shot. Game over. You, you might as well just say here. A little off subject, point. but the, the younger guy that I love watching play like that, that style is um, McKinnon. McKinnon yes. down ice, and it's just – it is a a bull in a china shop. I Yeah, McKinnon definitely has – and his speed. Definitely he has that speed. Mm-hmm. I and think with, with a lot of those two, we've named him McDavid. Matthews, McKinnon, they're all within us the same kind of age range, but mm-hmm. it kind of kicks, I guess you would say, to our next milestone. There's three guys coming up on the thousand point club that are, I would say, more of a last error or the, the error that is slowly going away. Yeah, I want to say slow in a way because Stamkos has been around for a while. Bergeron been around. Kessel definitely has been around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're coming up close to it. I mean, Bergeron is at nine ninety one. Stamkos is at nine eighty one. I'm trying to wait for my screen here to reload on. Page three, and well, Kessel at, is sitting at nine fifty nine. What is there? Five cups between those three guys. Yeah, I want to say yes. Kessel with two, Stamkos two. Yeah, Bert, I think five. Yeah, five total. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here kind of spitballing on this so between them Crosby and Ovi so you could say that was like the five of this generation that's starting to slowly dwindle away you've got five nine nine cups between them because Sid's got three yep so there's three uh, Ovi has one so yeah right there's Kessel has two yeah so nine out of – they have a, accounted for almost 50% of the cups that – it's crazy. Okay, we actually have to correct ourselves with Phil Kessel's hitting a thousand uh, – the, the, the thousand game mark. I forgot that he actually hit a thousand games with Phoenix. Oh, he hit a thousand with Phoenix. He had a thousand games with Phoenix. I thought I was going. I thought he was not. I thought he didn't hit a thousand yet. Oh, but he hit a thousand with Phoenix. Man streak. Yeah, his Ironman th- streak is sitting at nine nine one. I mean, even a thousand games of an Ironman right. streak is still nine nine one is still. <laughs> Nothing to shake a oh, stick yeah. at either. He, I mean, he's legit as long as nothing happens. His Ironman streak will surpass a thousand games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But that and means how have... many games has he played? 
according to according to the website I'm at, which is was it quant i can't talk to really good tonight <laughs> q u a n t hockey.com uh and just looking up hockey stats here looking him up nhl total of 1213 crazy he's played 39 ncaa and ahl totals of 14 games ahl total of two i'm trying to think where did he play college at minnesota minnesota He played University of Minnesota and then two games with Providence and then 70 with the Bruins th- that year. Jeez. The old Providence Bruins. Another one coming up here is uh, Stamkos aiming down 500 goals. He's another great goal scorer, man. Just. Just those guys, man. And it's always those top-end guys a lot of the time that they just look they, – they have a different look to them. They have a different feel to them. Well, they have – I want to say they have, like, a different demeanor when they have the puck. Like, their heads – like, you you know, you, you can tell the way they – their their heads – you know, where their head's looking on the ice. Right. And how and, – and, and how they're moving. Because some players keep the puck very close to them, where you can tell a goal scorer has the puck like right at the firing at the sweet spot of their stick, and he's one of those like Ovechkin and all them who have it on the sweet spot of their stick to get that full velocity. Because Stamkos right now is sitting at four eighty eight, oh, so he's so de- he's definitely going to hit five hundred. I mean. I, I would be shocked if he did it. Another one where he'll probably hit it before the All-Star break. If he oh, gets yeah. on another, just. Well, he'll be chasing down the next capital of Peter Bondra. He's at 503. Huh. Yeah, I didn't really. Yeah. Jeremy Roenick had 513 goals. That's crazy. Oh, Roenick. That's two people we've talked about before we even started recording. Right. <laughs> Good old JR. JR. Oh, man. No, looking at this last one here, we got on the milestone. You got the flower. Flurry. Closing in. Number two all time. That's the, that. I mean, that is a. That's a huge milestone that I mean, just. You know, that's a huge rank because he's third right now with 523 wins. He had a rough start so far this year in Minnesota. Because he passed Luongo uh, at 489. So who's left in front of him just for? The two we talked about uh, of all times earlier. Oh, okay. So it's Marty and. uh... It's it's down to the, the best. Huh. Because Brodor's sitting at 691 and Wa sitting at 551. Wow. So I don't know if he'll surpass. He might. I mean, either way, I think 
Mark Andre Fleur is going into the Hall of Fame for even just what he's done with, you know, what he did in Pittsburgh. I mean, he has two oh, Stanley Cups. No, there. I don't think it's a. Does he have two or three? He has three. How many cups does he have? He has three. I think he has three. Yes, three. Oh nine. Oh nine, sixteen, and seventeen. Because in seventeen they were swapping back and forth between him and Murray. Well, in sixteen too they were swapping yeah. back between him and Murray. So yeah, he has three cups. Okay, yep, that's what I thought. But uh, I mean, either way, I think he's going to be in the Hall of Fame just for what he's been doing here. I mean, he's oh, there's no doubt he's a Hall of Famer. I'm sitting here trying to think of when it comes to to uh, netminders. So we talked about Marty and Wall kind of the last generation and in this generation we've had the flower who else would you put right there with the flower oh i mean with some of the names he surpassed like uh, with within the last so he was drafted in 03 something i mean some of the players he's passed for wins i mean you're looking at like eddie belfour for one an old blackhawk yeah you know, so it's, yeah, he was drafted first overall in 03. So at first sure. overall, that made a name for himself pretty well. It's pretty hard to, you know, that's, well, normally you don't a, see that. Been a, a goal, a, uh, a goaltender and being first overall. Yeah, that's, and to make it, and to be where he sits overall, Right is fan, you know, you don't see that too often. I, I can't, I wouldn't sit here and tell you I think he's the greatest to ever do it, but he's definitely right up there in the top. He's got to be top five. He's one of the best. He is one of the best. I mean, the the, the some of the players he surpassed. You have Ryan Miller, Dominic yep. Hasek, yep, Curtis Joseph, mm-hmm. Cujo himself, uh, John Van Viesbrook. Beezer. I mean, I have a I have a Flyers jersey of Van Viesbrook. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Quick. I mean, Jonathan Quick. I mean, he has two cups, and he's, he's only, another one. I guess you could say within this, he only has six hundred thirty or three hundred sixty-one wins. I'm just trying to think of. So, who was the who was the tendy in Chicago? When they were on the run, the last, like what they won three cups in like five or six years. What was his name? I'm trying to forget those. Thanks, John. <laughs> uh, I'm just thinking, like, oh, now, now I got to think here. Uh, in the in the last twenty years, though, I think it's tough to. Um, to think of anybody other than Flurry, and for another goaltender like Jonathan Quick's been a big name. Oh, Quick actually came up from uh, all the way down to the from the CHO because he used to play for the Royals. Yeah. Oh, trying to see here. The positions. Ante Niemi. 
was uh was the 2010 goalie uh let's see here god i love wikipedia <laughs> makes life easier sometimes so i know it was 11 was uh i know boston won it in 11 kings won it in 12 because i'm i remember that one watching it with it's right after my kid well, there's a few it was about maybe the kids were like six months old mm. and five or six months old and i remember i remember holding one of them because wouldn't fall asleep <laughs> right <laughs> and watching the game trying to stay calm well i had no stake in the game right but i normally i normally do not miss a stanley cup being raised yeah. Just despite the team. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Super Bowl. It's like the Super Bowl. You, if you're a football guy, you always watch the Super Bowl just to see who raises the trophy at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. For Corey Crawford, mm-hmm. for Chicago, for the 2013 Cup. Let's see. Who did the 14? Who, who are now 14? Who did the their third Cup? Was it 15 they won the cup? No, the Rangers, uh, no, the Kings won the cup in 14. I think it was 15, yes, where they beat the Lightning. Because mm. Stamkos actually wasn't, well, was, they lost to that one too. Because Stamkos actually has been to a couple Stanley Cups that he lost. I think he's, I think he's huh. two and two in the finals. Yeah, that would make him two and two. Yeah. Because I forgot that he, that they, that Chicago played Tampa that, that year huh. uh cory crawford again for uh I think crawford was the one that was the because he what he was there for two of the three yep he was there for two of the three but still though when i when i think of goaltenders over the last 20 years you think of flurry and maybe jonathan quick that might be the next name that comes to your mind for chris osgood yeah play for detroit uh Pecorene played for uh, 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 played played for the Predators. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some of the old school names like you got uh, Nika Kiprasov played for Calgary. Mike Richter, mm-hmm. I mean, he was an old name, you know, Ranger his whole life. That's another thing about a lot of these guys, too, that we've talked about. What's great, not I say a lot of them, the Ovies, the Crosbys, the Stamkos. Those guys all stayed with the team that was originally mm-hmm. that originally took them. Like lots, a lot of times that's hard to do. Well, yeah, I mean, that's hard to do pretty much in any sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, well, X-Bear, Brandon Holpe's coming up on 300 wins. Oh man, oh Hopi! Yeah, he's coming up on three hundred. He's at two ninety nine. I think he's basically backup now, though, ain't he in Dallas? Well, I'm not seeing him. Oh, he no, he's actually I th- out. I think yeah, I I don't know where he's at right now because according to his stats, the last even series of him being on a team was the twenty one twenty two series with Dallas. 
Yeah, and I remember now I was actually just reading this the other night. He is injured, and they believe he's probably going to just retire because it's just an injury that would be really tough for him to come back from. I mean, to be that close to 300 wins. Yep. What's he at, Hilary? 299. Oh, man. You really want to get back for that last one. He's sitting at 299. I think if anything else, because that's like Tuca. Tuca came back and tried to make a run at it. Yeah, Tuca Rast did, yeah. I mean, Hextall's sitting at 269. Or, I'm sorry, 296. A little dyslexic there. Uh, <laughs> when you think of those names, though, like I, I put Hextall up there a little bit higher, I guess, than Holby, but he does it. The Holby's got more wins. That's crazy. Yeah, Hextall was, though, more of a brute. Yeah. <laughs> He was more of a, he will just beat you if he had to. Literally beat you, not just whatever it took stop to the win. puck. He would literally just crank you. Uh, well, Tom Barrasso, an old school name. Because he played for Pittsburgh. Because he won two cups with Pittsburgh. Crazy. Mm. Yeah, look at some of these milestones. It's, you know, that people are coming up with milestones and that's just insane because how hard it is to win a game as a goalie in general is not easy. It's not by far the easiest thing to sustain that. I think it's one of the especially with the tendies there that that's the toughest one of the toughest positions in all of sports yes Not, it is i mean it, it's a, a very tough physical of course but it's a very mental game as well when i first started playing i was a goalie when i first started playing i was a goalie in roller hockey was, it, it, was it as miserable as what they some of them make it seem it's a mind game because you're the last line of defense and you do not want to let that. You don't want to let the puck in. Right. You don't want to let that in. So it's one of those things to where it's, you know, when it's just you and the, you know, you and the player on a breakaway or something or anything like that, and that goes in that feeling that you just let your team down just comes over you. Right. Cause you just let a goal in. You pretty much, no matter what, you kind of feel like you're going to let your team down in a sense. And, yep, and you got to figure out, learn how to bounce back from that. Like to learn, okay, you know what, I let the one in, I got to, I can't do that again. You know, you just got to get that mentality of, okay, I just got to bounce back. I, you know, because you feel discouraged. Yeah. You feel discouraged and just trying to bounce back is what you have to do. It's it sucks. <laughs> I but, mean, I I would do it again if I had the money and the uh, time. I would do it again. I enjoyed goaltending. That's one sport that I never I never actually played. That I sat and go. I wish I would like. I enjoy watching it. Probably my second favorite sport to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's just, it's a whole different speed. It's car constant car crashes. Yeah, pretty much. 
but because uh, I played uh, just over twenty years, crazy, in and out of, in and out of rec leagues, and I have injuries to go with them. Right. You'll <laughs> now, feel it some days, eh? Oh, I still already. I yeah, I do already. Now, what's funny is I'm looking at active players for goals. Mm-hmm. Malkin is behind Stamkos. Malkin's at 448. I thought he was up the list more. Huh. Malkin's at, because he's fourth all time. He's fourth of, among active players. Right. Yeah, looking at the active players, just because it goes Ovechkin, of course. <laughs> and then it goes Crosby, Stamkos, Malkin, and Eric Stahl. Malkin, man, and he, I don't know. I know for a while. I know listening to Crosby on the uh, on the checklets. I'm pretty sure Malkin still comes out of the tunnel last, mm-hmm. because like he just like that's just how it is. Uh, yeah, like he he's just an odd guy in the sense of like he just. <sighs> yeah, from my understanding, he still does. Still does. Well, Malkin hasn't even hit a thousand games yet. Because he's coming he's up on a thousand, thousand games. He's at nine he's at nine eighty eight. Huh. He's at nine eighty eight. So he could be hitting a thousand this year. You know, depending on he stays healthy. Right. Yeah, yeah there's uh, there could be a couple of uh of milestones this year to to hit because you got see you know a couple players can hit uh well uh john uh john Travaris could hit a thousand games he's at 957 hmm. so he could hit that falcon can hit a thousand so yeah it's, it could be an interesting way to could be a, a lot, lot. Of- a lot of milestones hit this season. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, definitely a lot of milestones. Definitely a lot of a lot of fun times could be coming the NHL way this uh, this year just with that. So, yeah. on that note, at the end of the second, we'll be right back. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. For you, the listener of the Not Another Sports Podcast, our good friends Brad and Brig at Baseball Together want you to check out their shop at 9plusus.com. That's N-I-N-E-P-L-U-S-U-S.com. And if you check out their shop, you can use the code NASPOD, N-A-S-P-O-D, for 15% off your first order. Check out the different designs on t-shirts, caps, hoodies, raglans, and so much more. Again, that code is NASPOD at checkout for 15% off your order at 9plusus.com. Do you have a YouTube channel? Check out All Things YouTube. That's hosted by me, Matt Haas. I'll show you how to make searchable videos people actually watch. That's the key. Hey, look, we live in an amazing time. If you have something to say, you could reach a worldwide audience. 
a worldwide audience, and all you need is consumer-level gear and good on-camera presence. You don't need anyone's permission. The strategies and techniques you'll learn don't cost extra money, and they don't even take extra time. You just have to do things right. I'll show you how. Plus, all my stuff is free. The best place to start is to point your browser to allthingsyoutube.com. Welcome back for period three here. The NHL 22-23 retro jerseys. Some of these actually look really good. Some are just like... Why? Yeah. <laughs> They're, that's how it normally goes when you have these big uniform reveals. I like that I like that the NHL is doing this. I don't think they'll continue to do it every year because there's only so many ways you can mix jerseys up. Yeah, that's yeah. But they can only do so much. I think you will see teams like I'm looking at here at the the Hurricanes one. It looks just like their third jersey. Like it's not even. There's some Kings. of them, that one. Chicago. I don't know what Chicago was really doing. I know it's to kind of resemble an, an old sweater, but well, it's the same as Detroit. Yeah, it's identical to Detroit. And thing is, though, I but back in. You know, but back in the old days, that's how their jerseys were. Chicago, Detroit, that's how they were. So maybe that's just paying tributes to those. Who knows? Right. Uh, it's, the Coyotes one looks neat. I like the Coyotes one where it has the desert background. The Coyotes always just have such great. We've, I've said this out now how many times now yeah. today. They have such great jerseys. I kind of uh, am even kind of a fan of the Bruins. I don't know why. I guess because it's very different for them. Well, the Bruins had, I want to say they had that as a third jersey. I want to say that. I know I saw that. Give me a second here because I know I saw that somewhere as a, unless I'm just thinking of something else. Look, um, Looking at the one website here of their old. Uh, okay, it was. It's not the bear's head like it is now on the retro, yeah. but it was the bear itself. Like uh, 08 to 16, their third jersey had the, like the Bruins in. Yeah. Like a uh, arch lettering, and then it had the bear right there. That's probably what I was. Th- that's what I was thinking of. Huh. But no, yeah, yeah, no, the Bruins one fit. The Bruins one almost reminds me of the Hershey Bears jersey. <laughs> Doesn't in a it? way, I've actually got one in my closet that I think actually looks very similar to that. It was like a warm-up jersey that they had, but <laughs> it looks very similar to one. Uh, yeah. so, so, what do you think of the Lightning jersey? Let me see here. I know I've seen it earlier. I, I love the Lightning's old logo. Is one of the more, in my opinion, underrated logos. But if I remember correctly, they didn't. There's a lot of teams on here. Oh, there. Yeah, it's got We're that old logo. Looks like a storm. It. Yeah, but and then what's on the arms though? The arms look like there would be. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm actually watching the game of Philly's game right now, and Ramuto just hit a solo. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> uh, lightning. 
on the sleeves. It's actually yeah. paying. It's actually paying retro to the '96 to '99 Lightning's third jersey. If you look on the NHLUniforms.com, which is an unofficial uh, jerseys, that is one of that was the third jersey for that time, the '96 '99, where it looked like a thunderstorm lightning down the sleeves with the old school logo. Which I do like how they make in some of these, you know, how, how they made that like that. Oh, so it is a lot like their third jersey from that year. Yeah. I um, like I do the like idea the... of the storm on the jersey. I just think it's a really good jersey to me other than the, the yellow on the sleeves. The yellow, yeah. I could see if it maybe was a blue. I could see if it maybe was like the blue to kind of match the color of everything. Because there's no yellow in the color scheme at all yeah, i understand I, I understand where they're going maybe if they actually took out the yellow and just made it just the white just the white lightning just like boom there it is had no color outline to it just lightning yeah just like that not just trying to make it just you know it doesn't need to pop as you know as adding like a bright color to it it could it could just be like just the regular like a lightning almost like the white part of the lightning just right there down the sleeve and call it a day because the yellow now i kind of do like the florida panthers jersey the florida panthers to me is the best with the palm tree with the palm tree and the hockey stick i do i do like that one the collar is perfect it just it just fits I mean, you it's know, the, very Florida. Yeah, it the, you know the the color schemes there, and it fits. That one, I don't know the Edmonton Oiler. I know that pays homage to a jersey as well. I just can't remember which one. Uh, give me a second, and I will tell you. Here, Edmonton, Edmonton, Edmonton. Here, Edmonton. Oh come on! No, that's not Edmonton. There it is. That is going to uh, da, 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 da. 01 to 07 third jerseys. Okay. That's yeah, paying. That's that's going. It's not uh, the jersey from the 0107. The, the logo itself is silver. With what looks like a what would be like a blue oil drip within that silver cogwheel. Gotcha. Where the retro, it's more like a what an orangish. It looks like. Yep. So it's paying a little towards that, but keeping it modern. I don't. I would bet that out of all these jerseys, that that Florida Panthers jersey sells out. Super quick. Yeah. I'm just looking here at other ones. Like, there's some teams that just, I like Minnesota, the Wild. Mm-hmm. So that's paying, yeah, the North Stars. Yeah, it does yeah, with, look like with, old North Stars jersey, but it just, yep. it's very with the cool. wild with, with the Wild logo, but the North Star colors. Right. Instead of the normal like a dark green forest green color mm-hmm. for the wild. 
the the Canadians is okay. Where are the Canadians at here? I'm trying to see where they're at here. Yeah, honoring the 1979 yep, uniform. Uh, the Canucks with the lumberjack. Oh yeah, yep. A very, you know, and still one of my favorite jerseys of all time, the Islanders. Yes, I do like that that jersey. I do like how they brought that one back. It, it's not. I don't believe it was a very beloved. It wasn't. That jersey was not loved at all. But now it, it's just it's a great one. That jersey, yeah, no, that Islanders jersey at the time, I don't think that was loved at all. Uh, of course, though, another jersey that was hated <laughs> was the old school Vancouver jersey, right? With like the V with all the different colors that looked like somebody vomited. Yeah. Now I do like Colorado's. Colorado's is all. Colorado does a great job with uniforms. Just as. I guess. Well, I like I like theirs is because they're paying homage to their old to the old team that used to be there, the Colorado Rockies. Right. Before they moved to New Jersey. Mm. Before they became the Devils. So I like how they did that. Yeah. I'm looking here too. Like some teams, though, like the Senators, they didn't. There's Senators, not a lot offered there. No, it's it's almost like their jersey now, except with a, a different type of color scheme, or the jersey like the the logo is about the same. There it is, Ottawa. Uh, it's almost like the logo is about the same, except the jersey has a different color scheme look to yeah. it but the logo it is, is the, the same. older logo i do believe because it's not the yeah. current logo well actually it is from uh looking at the 201 or the 21 to present the logo is the same is it the same logo if you look at the auto centers uh, i'm looking on the nhl uniforms if you look at the 21 the present jersey look at the away jersey or the home jersey the dark jersey look at the logo and look at the way the colors are. It looks like all they did was just move a couple, uh, a couple lines around for the retro jersey. That looks like all they did. Yeah, it's not. Unless I'm seeing that wrong. No. It's the same jersey, but it look. But they just moved a couple lines around, like you know, like yeah, how they have the red lines in the jersey. That's making me think that it's uh, that it's something different. They were really boring with their twenty-one retro reverse twos. Also, I mean, you would think that they would kind of do something different. Try something. I mean. Even the old O is kind of cool, but there's yeah, that, that logo there is the one that I was thinking, and I remember I love it is the uh, the twenty eighteen to twenty twenty on the senators to where it's not a sideways face, it's the uh, 
so, almost like it's almost like it's looking straight at you. Yeah, I have that jersey in red. That that's a great jersey. I actually have that logo jersey in red. Huh. Uh, they use that one. I think it's more of. I want to say the '99, right? The 2000 jersey scheme, or the 0708. I got a, I got so many jerseys in a tote. I <laughs> it's hard for me to keep track. Got to dig them out. Right. There's one thing that I'm kind of curious that I mean the 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 Hurricanes have just canes across you know going diagonal. Right. I kind of almost thought they would go back to their original logo for a for a retro jersey to where it looks like the eye of a hurricane yeah these teams are going back and forth so much with it i mean i would Uh, think that that's how they would do because the 21 retro was the whalers had the whalers look you know was the whalers look not you know kind of but it was the whalers look but this year's retros just canes across, and I would have thought it would have kind of went go back to like the beginning to where there it is. You know the you know the eye of the hurricane logo. Yeah, the that's just my old, opinion on that one. The old lines at the bottom of the old hurricane ones, like the boxes. Yeah, those were cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I thought they would have went like with something similar to that. Rather than just canes across the top and that's you know or canes across the you know the jersey and that's it. Yeah, and like their their third jerseys are have been really good with just the the flag basically the hockey stick with the flag on it. Mm-hmm. Um, Vegas actually has like kind of gone to similar to what they you know they just have Vegas across their jersey. That those Vegas too though that's another one man that like they done a pretty good job with just the they color don't scheme really have a long history and it's I mean I I like the Vegas one the colors are nice and it's not over the top huh. yeah I mean like they done a good job last year just with trying to be a little different but this year that Vegas and the numbers the numbers are very cool. They look actually like the Minnesota Timberwolves number. Very cool, though. The I Sharks, though, kind of look like they've gone old school a little bit. The Sharks is another one, like when I was talking earlier about the... Because um, the Sharks, that's not even close to their color scheme. It almost looks like, oh, what was the California Golden Seals? Yes, the California Golden Seals. The color scheme looks just like of the 74-76 jersey. Trying for it. For some reason, some of these links are just not wanting to work. There it is. Okay. I was going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in, in on the chat for you to look at if you, if you can't bring it up. But if you look at the 74-76 uh, o- Oakland Seals, or I'm sorry, the California Golden Seals, and look at the sharks. The color scheme is about the same. I would say so. One thing that's really cool about the UniWatch link is it does give you. We're looking at the sharks. 
it, gives it does you a give look. like a, a brief history. Yeah, the 74 Golden Seals. Very cool. That's yeah, a cool you, jersey, though. Just the colors. I do like it. I mean, yeah. If it's, you look, if if you look at uh, if you look up the uh, NHL uh, uniforms with the seals, mm. you can see what it actually looked like at that time. I believe I've seen them because it has the des- exact same like the design. It yeah. looks like the exact same of the lettering style, the colors, the yeah. whole nine yards. It looks like exactly that <laughs> so definitely a good one there there's another one the maple leaves never they never stray from you can only do so much with a leaf <laughs> now the kings i do like that one how they cool. went how they went with the per you know like the old school purple with that logo right yeah very cool and then of course my caps I love the caps going back to that that logo. That was another Which one, one was we were talking one? about. Unbeloved. Which one was that one? Was that the eagle head? Yeah. Or the or the eagle flying? The screaming eagle. Because that was well, that was the Ovechkin era. Because he, that, I think that's when he came in. That was their that was their jersey, but in blue. Yep. Or you know the the, the blue and white. No, I always did like that type of jersey. I did like that type of jersey, and I liked the third jersey where they had the the, the capital. Yeah, I yeah. do. I did like that jersey. Yeah, that definitely. Of course, that's going to be one I'm probably going to get this year, just because <laughs> it, it's it's fun. I'll tell you, last year, if you did not get on them quick, they were gone. And you well, could not find them. The it looks like the same design. Like the uh, except a different color scheme yep. uh, between the twenty one and this year's retros. Yeah, last year they kind of went with their their normal color scheme, I guess you would say, and then yeah. this year they just flipped the old the old colors. I think because they never done a mm-hmm. black one of that jersey; it was always white. Because that that scheme was lasted until oh seven, and that's when it changed to what it is today red and white and the occasional blue the penguins as much as i hate to admit it i love that old penguin logo the old school as people call it the robot penguin yeah it does i mean that's a good example for it (laughs) Uh, that's what people describe it as actually uh when they say when they think the penguins jersey they think of what it is now but if you look at it looks like a ring like a robot penguin (laughs) The Flyers, they're staying pretty basic with theirs. It, it, the Flyers, to me, they're almost like the Maple Leafs when it comes to you can only do so much with your logo. Right. I mean, as much of a Flyers fan as I am, you can only do so much with your logo. Yeah. And you just have to change the color schemes up. Because maybe they shouldn't try to take a shot in the dark and try something like uh, Chicago and they were doing, but don't do Philly, do the Flyers. Do a Flyers across the, the front, you know, or, yeah. or pretty much like the Canes did with the Flyers across, you know, like with the Flyers going across. Yeah, from something down. different like that, maybe. No, I agree. Uh, that would be something different uh, as an actual retro jersey. Well. No, it would be. I mean, 
no, I don't think it would go over that terribly well. The the St. So, Louis Blues, too, looking at this one, very cool. The Blues normally have something decent. They do. They they normally do have something decent. That they do a retro, good job with their uniforms. I kind of even like the, even though it's very plain, the the Ducks, going back to like their inaugural logo. But the Mighty Ducks with their college <laughs> team. That yeah, that yeah, logo doing forever, man. That that Mighty Ducks logo. Well, look at the twenty one retro. They had the old third jersey. Uh, with the, uh, with, the, the, with the with the duck flying, yeah, and that was from the ninety five ninety six era. That's another great jersey from last year. Yeah, that was from that paid back to ninety five ninety six third jerseys. If I bought no, every jersey, now that logo, love, that old ducks logo is going to be ducks. Like that's when you're going to associate that with for sure. You know, even if you see like watch the movies. It's still going to be associated. Are they in some? There it is. I was going to say, are we in some kind of order here or no? No, we're bouncing around. <laughs> this the, is just on, well, oh no, on the website or on uh, but on Uniwatch. Yeah, because I'm on Uniwatch, and then I bounce every. Yeah, last year's jersey yeah, was great. Yeah, Uniwatch. It's in uh, by city name. Is what it is by city name. Uh, I'm bouncing. I'm bouncing between uh, Uniwatch and the uh, NHL uniforms. I'm bouncing between both those to look at like what colors, like what you know when we said about the Sharks, how they look like the old uh, California Seals. You know what Colorado should do as like a throwback, a Nordiques jersey. Like a you know like a, a Nordiques logo, hmm. because that's where they were originally from. Yeah. So I think that would be, I think that'd be a neat retro jersey going. You know, like how Hartford goes with, or like how Carolina goes with Hartford. Right. I think Colorado that that I think that'd go well with Colorado. I'm wondering if they can though. Like I wonder. Yeah, if I don't. I don't know if they can. I mean, I, I said it's all a would be neat if they did. Right. Like, you know, like keep the current colors, but do a Nordiques uh, logo with it. I mean, yeah, you're right. Who knows if they actually can? Who knows if they have the rights to, you know, to do so? Some of those old Nordiques jerseys are cool, though. They're very, they're very traditional jerseys. Mm-hmm. Huh. Where's one? Yeah, then you got the Devils. Yeah, the devil. The Devils is. It's all right. Yeah, they just did a different. Looks like they just added a little blue to the logo and a blue line to go around the jersey a bit for the retro. Yeah, looking back at the the eighty two to ninety. The 82 to 92 with that green, that was kind of cool when they were doing that. Up there, they don't have a ton of changes to their uniform over the years. No, they don't. 
course, though, we all still love their uh, third jerseys. Jersey. <laughs> hey, it's growing on me. Did you know that Marty Berdeer helped uh, design that? Jersey. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's just still comical to me. And for how many memes were about that was just ridiculous. <laughs> like, oh, they got to know what their jerseys. So they got to know what's a jersey, I guess, huh? <laughs> so many memes came of that. I did like the New Jersey, the New Jerseys from uh, last year. Now that I'm looking at it more, I guess that's one that I, I missed. Was uh, New Jersey's reverse retro in 21? That green's really cool, though. You know what would <laughs> I would laugh, and Vancouver would probably get ridiculed for it. Because I know we said about you know doing their logo right now what they have for their retro, but if they did something with that stupid V puke yellow, green, uh, reddish, bluish, or yeah, bluish, blackish jersey from uh, the 80s. Oh, okay. Did you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I, I know which one you're uh, talking about. It's, it's like early to mid 80s, where it's just like... Uh, Give me a second here. This is. Oh, okay. That one. That hideous looking thing. Oh, yeah, that's bad. (laughs) At least it didn't go that far. I, I did miss this the first time. So with the the Devils this year, they're paying homage to in 1982 the Rockies relocated to New Jersey. So basically, it looks like that same Colorado jersey, but it's just got Makes the sense. Devil. Makes sense. Very cool. I just wish a lot of teams would pay homage, like you know, if they can. I should say, if they can. Because, you know, like we said, if Colorado could do a Nordiques one to kind of make it where they came from, if they can. Now, some of these retro jerseys really hit the mark. Really awesome looking. Really, really look like great jerseys. Some just... (laughs) Some just dropped the ball. Yeah, big time. Very much, very much big time on that. So, yeah, I mean, I I always love looking at different jerseys. It's almost like goalie helmets, unique. Right. Oh, my gosh, but of course, goalie helmets. Goalie helmets, are, yeah, that actually, you know, we can probably make that another topic altogether. Because <laughs> you can uh, endless for that. I do. I do think it's crazy. We we just spent an entire period talking about uniforms, and Jason is not here. Yeah, I know he. I he, he would definitely, and we did use his unit watch for sure. <laughs> we I, I definitely used the link. That was the, oh, yeah. the link I revisited more than any. <laughs> oh man! So on that note, that'd be the end of the third. Well, thank you, John, for joining. Like always, great, like always, greatly appreciate it. I mean, 
always great having you on. Hey, I always enjoy any chance I get to talk to you and Jason, man. <laughs> well, like I said earlier, we definitely have to hit up a Bears game. Oh, for sure. We just got to yeah, we- get Jason the way that the World Series is going already. He's probably still going to be talking about baseball. <laughs> I think, yeah, for a while, I think we all are because, you know, how everything was. Right. <laughs> so it's definitely still going. But yeah, uh, definitely a good hockey uh, hockey episode here because hockey's in full swing now and all the different things. So yeah, definitely uh, great to have all. Thank you all for joining for episode uh, 57 of the Nine Sports Podcast. You can find us online at uh, Facebook at the Nine Sports Pod. Feel free to uh, drop us a link or yeah, link a like. That 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 man, it's 12:30 right now so it's <laughs> talking's very interesting and if, actually hard. you know what yeah right of <laughs> uh, when the facebook or yeah facebook when the youtube uh, episode post put up your favorite uh what, what you think your favorite you know what your favorite uh retro jersey is and tell us why mm-hmm. curious to know well curious to know what what you guys think so you can find us uh apple podcast stitcher spotify podcast static anywhere you get your podcast like rate, you know, like rate and review. I'm David. John, thank you. You got any plugs for Always, us? Any, any plugs that you uh you want to go with? No plugs today. No plugs. Well, thank you all for joining. Have a good one. You have been listening to the Not Another Sports Podcast. Thank you for your listenership. Thank you.